Today's Callahan Show is sponsored by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, you can get the standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98 for only $19.98 with code word Jerry. I'd call that a huge discount. MyPillow is made in the USA and it comes with a 10-year warranty. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you will ever sleep on. Makes an excellent gift for Christmas. Get it now. And you can support this show and you can strike back against cancel culture. As you know, like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from MyPillow, not only are you helping this show, you're fighting back against cancel culture. MyPillow isn't in the big box stores anymore, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. We got our MyPillow stuff, and I got to say, I love it. I love my Giza sheets. I love my MyPillow. And I tell, I'm telling you, Bug the Chug loves his dog bed. Uh, you know what else I, 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 I want for Christmas? I'm, I'm asking. I'm literally asking for Christmas, Carano, the slippers. I saw Mike Lindell showing off, uh, kind of uh, uh, promoting the, uh, the slippers. I love the slippers. I, can't I, have a pair and slippers. I, I have a pair, and I love them. Did you get a pair? Yes, I didn't get a pair. I didn't get a pair. My wife had me buy a bunch of stuff because she loved it so much. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to my my pillow slippers. You can get them too. Just go to mypillow.com and use the promo code Jerry. That's G E R R Y. 800-893-7406. Promo code Jerry. This is the Jerry Callahan Show. You know, some days, Carano, you know, we don't we don't have uh, all that much to talk about. We sometimes, you know, we make we make do. Yes. This isn't one of those days. We got no. this unbelievable story from ESPN. I had to watch this little preview video twice because I cannot believe what ESPN is peddling here. They are honestly, they're honestly doing a story about the noose founded Bubba Wallace's garage, which I don't want to nitpick. wasn't a noose. No. wasn't a noose. And you, we'll, we'll play some of it. You're not going to believe it. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't heard it, you're not going to believe it. As I tweeted, it, it, fake news is one thing. Fake outrage, fake emotion, fake racism is a whole other thing. And what ESPN did with this Bubba Wallace story will blow your mind. I'm not I don't think I'm overselling it. It's no. it's just so bizarre. We got we got that. We got uh, the pen swimmer. Your girl Leah is kicking ass again, and uh, <laughs> I don't think her teammates are happy. But that's not slowing her down. Uh, OJ OJ's a free man. He's yeah. free. Uh, good news for OJ. Bad news for another one of my favorites. Mm, uh, I almost said Mario Cuomo. Uh, Andrew Cuomo is. Uh, uh, he's in trouble. He's been ordered to pay back five million bucks, and uh, you know he's not going to do it. But uh, more embarrassment for the Cuomos. Um, we got, there's, there's so much. I know. I know we got a lot to get to. But first, we're going to talk to uh, Mike Milbury. Uh, uh, we've been trying to get. A, I've been trying to talk to him for a while now because we talk about cancel culture here a lot, as I mentioned yesterday. And my favorite cancel culture stories are always the ones where the person getting canceled has done nothing. I'm not saying, you know, there was somewhat controversial and it was defensible, defender. nothing. People who do nothing and get canceled and just are forced to go away, to disappear for doing nothing. And I mentioned uh, 
Chris Harrison, the uh, host of The Bachelor, although I think he got a big financial sentiment, he did nothing. He was forced to grovel and apologize. That's the best example. That is the best example. It could be. It could be. I mean, there are others. There are, uh, uh, I mentioned Jeremy Roenick. I mentioned Grant Napier. He's the uh, play-by-play guy. Was the play-by-play guy for the Sacramento Kings. It's still hard to believe. I looked this up the other day because I wanted to make sure I had it right when when we talked about it last year. He said, all lives matter. That's it. That's all. And a couple of the players who didn't like him pretended they were offended. He got fired. He got fired for saying all lives matter. There's a few other insane. I mentioned this yesterday. A professor at Fordham who lost his job because he had a big classroom, I believe, a big lecture hall, and he confused two students. One thought one was the other, get their names wrong, and they were black. And they accused him of being racist because he didn't know one. He just got their names wrong. He got fired. Now, I always put a little asterisk when it's in the in in college, you know, in the, in our university system, because everybody in at, at that level has lost their minds. You know, everybody has has gone completely insanely woke. So I was not surprised that a professor was uh, fired for confusing two students whom he thought looked alike or looked similar and he just got their names wrong and he got fired. And there's, uh, uh, as we, as we've mentioned many, many times, there's lots of examples of people getting fired for doing very little. Mike Milbury got fired by NC, by the uh, NBC for doing nothing, doing nothing wrong, nothing offensive. Uh, we can talk about that. I'll tell you what they claimed, what they used when they gave him the boot but it was absurd, if you recall, absolutely absurd. Like, like so many of these uh, these cancel culture stories. Um, I, I wonder though, what I, I I haven't seen their special on Bubba Wallace on ESPN. I haven't seen it because I'm not sure I can take it. But I've seen their their whatever you call that their trailer, their yes. promo video. Yeah. Have you have you watched this, Karana? Of have course, watched I watched it? it. I cut it up. Can I you, have it for us. Yes. Can you tell me quickly, sum up quickly, what I'm missing? Can you tell me what the hell is going on here? I thought it's it was, like, thought it's, it was... like, it's like it's like NBC doing a special today on Jesse Smollett and the awful hate crime that was perpetrated against him. That's what it's like. You watch it and you go, did I miss something? Did I miss that point in the investigation? The, the, don't forget the FBI who I guess has nothing else to do, sent 15 people down to, uh, 15 agents down to uh, Alabama to investigate. Um, and we saw, I mean, they, they, we, they covered it pretty thoroughly at the time. And the conclusion was it wasn't a noose, which is the conclusion most of the time. It's not a noose. It's not a hate crime. It didn't happen. And I thought, no, that's what we all expected. We saw a picture, by the way, of the noose, the quote-unquote noose. It's a long rope and a little loop. I mean, unless you were, uh, had a little tiny head, unless you were a Beetlejuice, uh, you couldn't put that around someone's head. It's not a noose. It doesn't constrict when you pull it tighter. It's just a little loop to pull the garage door closed. So it was uh, much ado about nothing. By the way, I don't know if you remember this, Carano. Uh, Bubba Wallace never even saw it. He was told about it. He reacted. 
He used it for all it was worth. He's still using it. But I'm watching this thing and I'm going, I, I, I must have missed that day where they determined or even just said, you know, there's, they're not sure. But I thought the conclusion was back then, what was the uh, month on that? Uh, let me get it. The, I, I thought the conclusion was back then that it, that it didn't happen, that it wasn't a race. Uh, racial thing that it wasn't a noose. <laughs> I, 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 maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe I just uh, imagined because usually those noose stories, like Jussie Smollett, usually they're hoaxes. They're I mean, so. So we've got ESP. Uh, so this happened. Uh, I've I've got some articles from June of 2020. So maybe that's when it happened. But I've got an article here from ESPN themselves saying Bubba Wallace was not a victim of a hate crime. From ESPN itself. <laughs> you do? Yes. What month What month was that? This what is month in was uh, that? June uh, 2020. Here, let me see if I, I'll just pull it up here. Hopefully nothing plays on us and we don't get sound. June of 2020. The so FBI, it's a year and a half ago. This is ESPN. The FBI has determined that NASCAR driver Bubba, Bubba Walsh was not the victim of a hate crime and that a pull rope fashioned like a noose had been in a garage door at Talladega Super Speedway since as early as October. NASCAR right, said right. Tuesday. But that's a good point. They said that... The, it's from uh, ESPN. When, <laughs> so I, I'm still, I'm blown away by this. And maybe, maybe I just overreact. I tend to do that. I am blown away by this because a, a number of people, when they saw the tweet promoting this special on Bubba Wallace, they responded like I did. I said, it's, it's wonderful that they all rallied around him. It's wonderful that there was this real, uh, coming together moment from NASCAR. I don't know if people remember, but they, yes. he went on in his car down the track and all the other drivers walked alongside, like touching the car. And then one by one, they hugged Bubba Wallace as a show of support. And even at that point, they probably knew that it was not real, right? They probably knew it was just a thing to pull the garage door down, but they, you know, don't want to be viewed as the guy who didn't, show up in that big moment for a hug to give a hug to Bubba. And I mean, I'm going to guess most of them thought this is ridiculous, but it's what you got to do in this day and age. It's like people pretending uh, so many people pretending Jesse Smollett was indeed assaulted, but ESPN. And, and there was a headline of that, right. That said that the rope has been there for uh, since October, this was in, in June and the rope has been hanging there since October and it's there to pull the garage door down. Right. That was reported by everybody. And let me see if I have this right, including ESPN. <laughs> it's it's so shocking to me. How can they be so corrupt to then do this 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 video? I don't get I don't get what they're doing. This is crazy. You can it's the same organization. <laughs> is there I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm I give up. I give up. I give you get the little comments, you're reading the comments. Maybe someone can help me because I surrender. I don't understand what's going on here. ESPN, it's a and 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 uh we, we can play some of it. We will we will play some of it. They got the soft violin music. They do. They got they got the mother, they uh, do. Bubba's mother, talking about what a wonderful thing this was. They have uh, one of the drivers, I don't even know which one, Jimmy Johnson, or I, I, I think it was Jimmy Johnson at the beginning. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson. I get my drivers confused, and uh, but you know they talking to him, and they get literally they got people with tears welling in their eyes talking about what a wonderful 
defiant thing this was. Yeah, come together moment. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what the hell is going on here? And there was, I'm going to guess, thousands of responses from people. This is just on Twitter. This isn't even on, on you know, ESPN or emails or, or Facebook or anything else. It's just the only thing I saw was the Twitter world reaction. And it was astounding. One after another after another. I'm going to guess I saw hundreds of people saying, what are you doing? It didn't happen. You're making this up. And as I tweeted, and I'll tweet again, and I'll tweet again, the, the supply of racism in this country clearly doesn't match the demand. The demand. They need, they want, I mean, ESPN, as we know, is as woke as NBC, as woke as CNN. Uh, that's the way they are. They've gotten rid of most of the old white guys. And, and they've gone completely woke. You don't get to work there anymore unless you ch check at least three boxes. But it's one thing to be woke. It's one thing. It's another thing, I would say, to be completely dishonest, to be completely full of it. Yeah, and you're hurting I, I, race relations in the United States when you do this. Right. You're perpetuating oh, no, this lie. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. You're pretending a racist went in the garage, I guess, in October anticipating that Bubba would Bubba be there in June. The stall, yes. And, and, and you hang in a little noose, a little tiny, little tiny loop. And then I guess someone points it out and you say, whoa, let's go with this. Call the FBI. The FBI? <laughs> the FBI went down there to investigate a little loop in the rope. And again, it's one thing to say, okay, it didn't happen. We're debunking all this whole theory. We're moving on. Um, quite another to say, let's do a year-end special on this. Cue the violin music. Call up mom. Line up the drivers, and talk about how wonderful it is that we overcame this racist, this vile, racist, hateful act. How many people in the meeting, by the way, down in Bristol, raised their hands and said, uh, "Boss, Guys, boss, uh... <laughs> one? Can I get a question? Uh, did it really happen?" <laughs> they, I, I'm 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 blown away, Carano. I am blown away by this, and I, it'll probably pass, and people won't think much of it. But you're right. I, I I'm I'm too busy laughing at it to take it seriously. But if you take it seriously, you're making up a racist crime. You're making up essentially a racist person. You know the boogeyman here. You down in Alabama. You know he snuck in. By the way, another flaw here. They have all the video. There's cameras everywhere. <laughs> There's cameras everywhere. They know nobody snuck in and hung a noose. Actually, they know and, it. and you make a great point about it being a boogeyman. If it's if it's someone that doesn't exist, if it's just this nameless person, boogeyman person, that person can't defend themselves. So so it makes it easier to believe. You know, it makes it because because there's no there's no defense for this person. It's just this ominous evil individual. So we can it's easier to believe that. Uh, from um, the chat. Um, say, uh, Steve says, and Bubba loved it. He's a narcissist. Like I don't. Who's oh, worse oh, here? No question. Who's Good worse point here? By Steve is is, it, is ESPN worse? Is Bubba worse? Is Jimmy Johnson worse for for going on something like this? Knowing they have to know full well it's a hoax. Um, <laughs> we know. Of course they know. It's amazing. And Bubba is. I think Bubba comes out of this looking real bad. Because he appears to be a guy playing it up. I'm looking at it right now. He's got a shirt that says, I can't breathe. Black Lives Matter. That's amazing. A NASCAR driver promoting 
a Marxist organization that wants to end capitalism and defund the police and dismantle the nuclear family. Those little, those little uh, um, agenda uh, items. But I can't breathe. That was a lie to begin with. By I can't believe, breathe. Uh, Black Lives Matter, fine. Radical organization. He's promoting it. He's got a mask, uh, you know, American flag mask because, you know, COVID. And he is milking the crap out of this. And so is his mother, by although, you know, your mother does what you got to do. But yeah, you believe and then the, rest, the other drivers, they can't, you know, they're like, we can't, you know, call him a fraud. We can't. We can't afford that. This, we're in business here. Isn't Bumble Wallace a LeBron James guy or, you know, whatever that Fenway sports group guy? I believe he is. Maybe, but maybe LeBron's behind it all. God knows he has a lot of influence with ESPN. Maybe he's the one that said, hey, can we pretend, you know, this news was real, you know, and have a nice, I can get, we can line up her, his mom and we'll get Jimmy Johnson and we'll get whatever, uh, whoever else, I don't know, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And they can all, they'll cry on cue. How, how, how would that work? And ESPN probably said, hey, we're in, you know, we're woke. But all right, if, um, as we wait for uh, Mike Milbury here, we might as well get to the, uh, this video because it's amazing. It's amazing. We'll play it. It's three minutes long promoting the show, which I haven't seen. And I'm, I don't think I'm going to see. I don't think I can handle this, Karan. I'll be You're honest. You're going to You're going to have to see this. This, this is your <laughs> responsibility to do, so I don't have is to, it, so they don't have to. It's a ES, ES, E60 or something uh, special. Check for me while I, while I uh, uh, do DCU. I want you to check for me to how long it is. I could maybe do a half hour, an hour of this nonsense, an hour. I can't do, I gotta be honest. I can't do, I, I, I can't even do, do I sound like I'm coming unhinged? No, no, not yet. No, you sound reasonable. Oh, good. This oh, time. Good. Yes. I, I can't even do this. Look at this video again. It's amazing. I'll just set it up. Uh, as, as you look that up, they, they have somebody and you know, this, how this works better than I do. They have somebody there who says, let's dig through the, the, the sound archive, the music archive, and get a nice soft violins and music. We're going to play the violin music. It's remarkably slow and dramatic. They go to Jimmy Johnson, then they go to Bubba, then they go to Bubba's mother, and then between them all, they have this long, uh, this music bed, and they have video at the track of the drivers all touching Bubba's car and hugging Bubba. And as I'm watching it, I start Googling my ass off going, I missed that point. I must have been, you know, away that week or just not not paying attention when they when they got the racist guy, the Klan guy. Uh, you know, maybe it was uh, two two MAGA guys, and maybe they uh, poured bleach too, and maybe they yelled, "This is MAGA country." It never friggin' happened. Again, this is like doing it's like doing an hour on the the, the Duke guys who raped uh, Crystal Mangum. It's like doing an, an hour on the uh, the girl who got raped at the UVA, the Virginia um, uh, frat. This is a completely debunked, I won't say it's a hoax because nobody actually set it up. They just pretended. They just uh, mis misread, misperceived the rope. I've got some <laughs> bad news for you. So it, was, it aired Tuesday, right? So it aired last night. Last night, yeah. 90 minutes. Fistful of Steel, The Rise of Bubba Wallace. 90 <laughs> minutes. You're going to have to watch it. I don't have cable. Uh, I've not <laughs> I, I, are other people um, reacting the way we are to this? Or are they? <laughs> yes. I mean. Uh, are people watching this and pretending it's real is what I'd like to know. 
I got to be honest. I, I can't believe you could do 10 minutes. I watched the three-minute video and couldn't believe what I was watching. ESPN has gone completely off the freaking rails. And, you know, I still appreciate whatever Adam Schefter and, and uh, I don't know who else is on there anymore. But uh, <laughs> the idea that ESPN, a group of people, put this together and said, you know, it's too good to be, too good to pass up. We need to pretend a racist hung a noose and the NASCAR world rallied around Bubba Wallace, who the commenter's right, is a friggin' narcissist who is milking this. We're going to get to the point where he's asked about the people who uh, don't buy into the hoax. Those people, those drivers and other people in the business who don't drive in, buy in, who haven't bought in the hoax. We'll get to that because that's, to me, that's the most amazing part of the friggin' uh, the whole three-minute video. You have that, right? When, when he's asked about the people who aren't playing yeah. along? Yeah, it's at the end of, the, end of it, yeah. Good. We will get to that. We'll get to a, a lot more. We'll get to uh, OJ getting going free and uh, Leah Thomas kicking ass and a whole bunch more. Today's Callahan podcast brought to you by uh, Callahan Show. I'm sorry, Corona. That's Today's fine. Callahan Show. Brought to you by DCU. Whether you're buying your first home, your dream home, or looking to refinance the home you love, DCU may have the mortgage program to fit your needs and, more importantly, your budget. The mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help remove the hurdles that can make it so difficult and confusing. They'll bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today. DCU.org slash mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 466914, insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right. I, I, you know, I got to be honest with you. Um, um, I'm not sure I can uh, make it through this, this three-minute video. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can uh, do it. Uh, if I come unglued, you'll just have to take over. Let me, let, me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Can we do – why don't we do the last section first because it's only like 25 seconds long, and it's the one where he's huh. talking about all the people that didn't play along, all the people that were silent in the chat. Can we do that one first, and then we can get into the violins one? Because this is where it gets quiet. The, and, and I will say, you're right, this is the most important part because this shows that Bubba is, is playing – not just playing along, he's leading this, this nonsense, this, this charade. You know, the, the, it's, I won't say hoax. It just doesn't feel like a hoax. It feels like a charade. It feels like a lie. I mean, it feels like fake, fake outrage, fake emotion, and fake racism. How is that not, <laughs> we're, you know, we're talking about what Mike Milbury said to offend people, to lose his job, or what, what you know, Jeremy Roenick said, or Brett Napier, or Chris Harrison, or me, what we said to lose our jobs. How is this not worse than any of that to say we're going to put together a thing <clears throat> that we know is untrue, that we know is based on a lie. We're going to do it up with lots of soft music and emotion, and we're going to capitalize on it. You know, we're going to sell it. We're going to sell it to the viewers that this really happened, that at uh, Talladega, someone snuck in there and hung a noose <clears throat> in the black driver's garage, and we're all going to pretend it's real. How is that not offensive? I mean, I don't care. I'm laughing at them. They're, they're clowns. But this is fake racism designed to get people uh, emotional and, and outraged, get them angry. That's what it is. Get them angry about, and, and you know, you're supposed to get respect and applaud the, uh, the, the coming together moment 
but it's based on a lie. But whatever. Let's listen to Bubba talk about uh, the people who didn't sign on, literally didn't sign on and agree to play along in the charade and walk along with his car and hug him as if he was indeed a victim. I just wanted to stand with him during the national anthem to show my support for him and was appalled by uh, what I had learned. And then as drivers... Sorry, that's the second. Here, here's the first part. What did it mean when all those people who were so silent on that chat two weeks earlier? Oh, I still don't forget. But this, this moment was still important. Um, you know, you, you can let down your guard a little bit, but I don't forget the ones that were silent. A fistful of steel, that's what it's called? Yeah. Oh, my God. He won't forget the ones who are silent. So the bad guy, let me get this straight, Carano. The bad guys here are the ones who didn't buy into the lie. <laughs> I tell you, I'm, 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 I feel like just walking away, just, just giving up. Oh, this, you can't. You this freaking world, world has gone mad. This world has gone insane. It, we have a guy, Bubba Wallace, who clearly is enjoying the moment and does not want to let it go. Does not want to say, okay, it's a rope with a little loop in it. You know, you know, next, <laughs> what's the next opportunity? And if you're Bubba, isn't the world a better place if there isn't a noose attached to your garage That's door? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're Jesse, isn't it a better place if you're, uh, yeah. if you're not getting mugged by two MAGA guys at 2 a.m. in Chicago? Uh, you could say that and, and nothing drives me crazier when, you know, we talked when I was on the air on radio. We talked about Adam Jones, or people talked about uh, uh, or Hunter, uh, uh, Tory Tory Hunter, Hunter. Uh, afterwards, saying that kids in the stands in Fenway were chanting the Edward, and their parents were applauding them—an obvious lie. Or Adam Jones pretending someone yelled the Edward, and the response from people who were too afraid to be honest was invariably, "Why would he lie? I don't understand. Why would he lie?" And I would admittedly lose it on that person. Because the day after Adam Jones lied, he got a standing ovation, like two minutes long at Fenway, you know? Yeah. The day after uh, Jesse lied, or the week after Jesse lied, you know, he was on the uh, on Good Morning America, having Robin Roberts, the highest paid woman, highest paid person in TV news, fawning over him. You had the president and the vice president sending loving tweets to him. You had fame like he had never, like he had never had before. And, and he was hoping money. Why would he lie? Why would he lie? Bubba Wallace, you and I wouldn't know who he is, right? If, I, I don't listen, know. But I'm not a NASCAR, NASCAR guy. Maybe, maybe I'm not either. Know. But, I would, you know, Bubba, I mean, I know who Jimmy Johnson is or Dale sure. Earnhardt or whatever. I mean, he, he clearly wants to raise his profile. He wants, I mean, he signed on with LeBron. He wants to be famous. He wants to be rich. I understand that. He's using this. Why would he lie? Because it works. That's why. Because it works for them. Um, but he's not going to forget the other drivers who didn't buy into this. The gall of that, just the arrogance of saying, I'm not going to forget the drivers who didn't believe a thing that isn't true. Rusty in our chat has a, an, uh, has a good comment here. Oh, is this our, Rusty Wallace? Yes. Uh, our fathers and grandfathers aspired to work hard and build a better life for their families. Today in America, the chief aspiration is to be a victim. He says, I don't think he's wrong. In, in the last, not even our whole, you know, 20, 25 years, victimhood has gone so far up the, 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 the scale of things you aspire to. 
You know, it, it, it was rare that you aspired to victimhood a generation ago. It's like the ultimate thing now. You want to be a victim. You want there to be someone, evil presence out there that's just not letting you, you know, get ahead. <laughs> that's victimhood is something so many in America aspire to. It's disgusting and it's wrong, but it's one thing to be a real victim and capitalize on it, real victim and, you know, use it. But to be a fake victim, to be a pretend victim, to be a Jussie, we should be, that should be a noun now anyway. A Jussie. To be a Jussie, to be, I don't want to say a Bubba, because there's other Bubbas out there. There's Bubba Smith and there's Bubba, uh, there's plenty of Bubbas. Bubba, what's his name on the, <laughs> on the PGA Tour? Uh, but Bubba Wallace is a fraud is a fraud and a phony and the drivers or the whatever mechanics or whoever else didn't buy into it. They didn't buy into it, Bubba, because it wasn't true. Doesn't those guys, like, those guys should take credit for that. Doesn't look the like, guy, uh, doesn't look like Bubba is top of his field either. He's so far in 2021, he has two top five finishes and his average finish is 19th. So maybe it's, really? a, it's a Smollett situation. It's probably equivalent. Bubba Watson. I mean, I'm oh, going to bug. I'm yeah. saying Bubba Wallace, Bubba Watson, um, Bubba Wallace. I, I heard that. I've heard that. I mean, don't track this very closely, but he wasn't a very, uh, competitive guy, a competitive driver. He wasn't, you know, in the hunt every week, like some of them. And this helped. It certainly helped with endorsements. You know, <laughs> he has a black lives ladder matter car, I believe, or a car logo. Uh, but he got endorsements, and again, he got, I think, a deal with with LeBron James, and you know, he became famous. He got on talk shows, he got on ESPN, and he doesn't want to let that go. He doesn't want to let that go. But do you want to play some more of this? How can we play it? Because there is a lot of, of uh, dramatic, slow moments with the violin playing. I can skip it's, through a little bit, so we can just start we can, it and skip we can, through. We can laugh over it if you want to just sure, just yeah. laugh. Uh, uh, but. Uh, if you haven't seen this yet, and I assume most people haven't, and most people haven't watched the 90-minute special on the race hoax at Talladega. What's it called? Fistful of Steel? Fistful of Steel. What the hell does that mean? Oh no. <laughs> you could say Spine of Steel. But Jesus, you're making them out to be heroic when all he did was play along. And maybe he initiated it. I don't know. But what I read is someone told him, and what he did was run with it. Someone told him there was a noose. And he said, oh, good, let's go with it. And then if you haven't seen the picture, it's a long rope and a little tiny loop, <laughs> like this big. And he said, good enough. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. But, but let's, let's listen to the rest of this ridiculous, melodramatic promotional uh, video from ESPN. National Anthem to show my support for him and was appalled by uh, what I had learned. And then as drivers got involved, I think crew members, team managers, team owners, it really started to snowball within a very short period of time. Solidarity walking the car. Oh, this is it, yep. There they are walking with Bubba. There's freaking hundreds of them. Yeah. Hundreds of drivers, mechanics, whatever, the crew walking because a rope in the garage had a little loop in it. <laughs> the most 
incredible, non-competitive moment in sports I'd ever seen. That's Steve Phelps, the NASCAR <laughs> president, by the way. That moment, the president I of NASCAR. And, and I think we all did as we were walking. I get out of the car. I look back, and I was like, holy sh it's a whole garage. The whole garage. And that's when I lost it. Fake crime. Well, I don't Would know if he actually thinks he's part of a, a hate crime there. He might actually, he might be crying and overwhelmed. Yeah, okay. He's, oh, Richard Petty. That's Richard Petty. That is. <laughs> With him. Uh, by the way, that's Richard Petty's car. That's his number, yeah. 43. Yeah. That's what you call him. If you're a race fan, you call him 43. In the midst of all the turmoil. You would know better than me. His, his mom. His mom, Desiree. She looks like young. What's going on in the world? with the black and white, the hatred and everything that was going on. The entire NASCAR family rallied behind my son. God. There's it in a nutshell. His mother I says... knew at that moment they loved him for the person that he is, but not because of skin color anything like that yeah we're almost uh we're almost to the end here but so right, right right there is the whole thing and the whole whole charade in a nutshell that with all what's going on in the world between black and white what's going on in the world i mean that's the amazing thing there, there's this is not a racist country they don't they, they want you to believe that what's going on in the world is black and white or at war you know, they're killing each other. And it's just not true. It's and I just don't, not true. And I don't blame the 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 drivers or the pit crew's response at that time. If they actually thought that this was some sort of hate crime, I would want to rally around Bubba as well. So I don't blame them then. But like now, you gotta know the NASCAR president has to know by now that this is a hoax. So <laughs> he knows. It's a good point. He knows. The NASCAR president right there said the most amazing non-competitive moment in sports history in sports history something he knows <laughs> didn't actually happen ah, i guess i guess it will just have to uh, just have to play along i wonder how many people said i'm not playing along and they were told you got to because uh, you know your sponsors or nascar or espn's not going to be happy if you don't play along it is that to me is a sign of the times right there that in a nutshell, that's the, that these people were intimidated enough, cowed into playing along with something they know didn't happen. We'll, we'll see if there are any uh, any strong willed drivers in NASCAR, though, that are willing to speak out. I mean, it would be nice. Maybe it's like the China situation where it's only Enos who will speak out. Maybe the NASCAR is too powerful and, and won't let any of, the, any of their drivers say anything. But. I hope that's um, not the case. I hope I hope at least a faction of them come together and say this is all bullshit. This is a lie. <laughs> well, they they didn't do that before. ESPN did a ninety minute special with with pretend racism. It's disgusting when you think about. it. I know I'm making light. We're making light of it and laughing at it, but it's really disgusting when you have pretend racism to sell a product to sell a TV show. Look at this. Look at this port. Look at this heroic driver with the Black Lives Matter T-shirt crying on cue because a little rope oh, whatever I'm, i've made my point i've made my point it's madness i don't think i'll watch but you know maybe maybe enough people will and maybe we'll uh you know 
maybe Bubba Wallace will play this, play the victim card for the rest of his career and he'll win someday. And people say, this is amazing. He's overcome so much. He overcame a rope with a little loop in, in, in his garage. Amazing what he overcame, but just like Jussie, I'm going to quote Robin Roberts here. <clears throat> uh, Bubba, that was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. All right, let me do hone. Let me do. Let me do what we got to do here. We'll get to uh, your girl, Leah Thomas, kicking ass in the pool, and and uh, my guy Cuomo losing millions, hopefully. And uh, OJ is finally free. Finally, finally free. OJ, OJ's free, even though he's killed two more people than Omicron in this country. <laughs> he's finally free. No more parole. No more nothing for OJ. Just videos every week talking about breaking down the NFL every week. And I and I try to resist clicking on it just because I want to mock them. But I see them. They make the rounds on Twitter. OJ on, I think, every Monday does a video, like two-minute video, breaking down and analyzing, you know, what happened around the league. That's the, he's still, you know, an NFL analyst at heart. But uh, first, let me tell you about Hone. Hone is a comprehensive hormone optimization clinic that helps men get their energy back, their focus, their libido, their muscle mass by addressing, addressing low testosterone. Hone offers at-home biomarker testing, in-depth physician video consults, and FDA-approved medication delivered straight to your door. Since it launched in 2020, Hone has helped thousands of men. Do you have no energy to make it through the day? Are you having a hard time putting on muscle? Maybe you're in the gym and you don't have quite the energy that drive you used to. Maybe your libido is not what it used to be. Your hormones could be to blame. It's not your fault. We have fewer, less testosterone now than our fathers did and less than our grandfathers. I believe it's 25% less today than one generation ago. It's because of lots of reasons. Environmental changes, lots of reasons. 30 million men have low testosterone in this country, and it's affecting their daily lives. Hone helps men get testing and treatment for low testosterone from the comfort of their home. It's easy. You collect a sample. You send it in. Once the results are ready, you have a video chat with a real doctor. Doctor will recommend a personalized treatment plan based on your biomarkers and symptoms. Treatment includes FDA-approved medication delivered straight to your door. I'm no medical expert. You know that. But Hone Health is, and they're there with you every step of the way. Order Hone's easy-to-use at-home assessment test today to learn your testosterone levels for a limited time. Only listeners to this show can get the doctor consult and the home testing for 45 bucks. Go to honehealth.com slash Callahan to take advantage now. That's hone, H-O-N-E health slash Callahan to get the at-home testing and a doctor consultation for just $45. All right, LZ, we do an LZ and yes. Leach. Yes, yes. LZ Grandison, formerly of ESPN, now an op-ed columnist for the LA Times and a political contributor to ABC News. And Will Leach, the founder of the late website Deadspin and a contributing editor at New York Magazine, the author of How Lucky, they come together to bring your soon-to-be favorite sports podcast, The Long Game with LZ and Leach, to life. The Long Game with LZ and Leach covers the intersection of sports, culture, and politics from vaccination hesitation to online betting to all of the isms and phobias we've come to know. Sports not only reflect the culture, but they drive our culture. New episodes are out every Wednesday, so head to therecount.com or your preferred podcast platform to listen to the most recent episode. That is uh, the long game. 
I, what do you want to do now, Carano? Oh, you, I mean, I, I'll talk OJ. I'll talk Cuomo. I'll talk whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to talk about Leah. Your, your My girl, girl Leah. Leah. <laughs> Breaking uh, records. Um, 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 OJ, his parole ended. He got off for good behavior. <laughs> uh, what the, today, today's an insane day. Uh, I mean, it's not a bad day because uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo, once again, is being... Uh, embarrassed humbled brought to justice when they he's being ordered to pay back the five million dollars that he got paid to quote write a book which he didn't write and we never understood it always felt like a payoff or money laundering or something no one bought the book no one read the book how can you get five million bucks for a book nobody read well it was a scheme it was a scam like most things with andrew cuomo and he has to pay it back you know what He's never going to pay it back. Never, ever. He's going to go to court, tie it up. Oh, really? That's what will happen? You think he'll just There's no chance. No chance he's ever going to just say, oh, here's the check. I mean, it's just not how it's done. Uh, oh, by the way, we should uh, we should do like a, a CNN moment every day because this was hilarious. Uh, as we know, Andrew Cuomo's out. I mean, uh, Chris Cuomo's out because he helped his brother and he grabbed some woman's ass and just a creep. So he's out. Uh, John Griffin's out, which, you know, I, I guess they standards, you know, he broke some rule about you know, raping nine-year-old girls. So he, he's out. The producer, we've told you all about him, that degenerate, that disgusting person. Cuomo's producer was uh, having sex with young girls and their mothers and, 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 and videotaping it. So he's out. He's going to prison for you know, the rest of his life. Uh, Don Lemon's still there, even though he rubbed his... Uh, hand uh, on his junk and put it in the face of a bartender, rubbed it on the bartender's mustache, if I have that right. He's been, by the way, this guy's been offered at least two chances to uh, settle Cuomo, I mean Cuomo, Lemon, paying him off. Yeah. And he has said no. No, he's going to the mat with this. So he's got something on Lemon, but Lemon survives. Lemon wants to know why Jen Psaki ever takes a question from Fox News. A CNN guy wants to know why the White House doesn't shut out. The only guy, the only guy who ever asks real questions. Every day, there's video of Peter Ducey asking Jen Psaki questions, and it's the only thing worth watching in the briefings. Would you agree? Well, very rarely there's another, another person. Yeah, once in a while, but, someone, but occasionally, you know, there's someone from, like, Newsmax or OAN who jumps in or right. someone from another network stumbles over a good question. But for the most part, that moment where she calls on Peter Ducey is the highlight of the press conference. And the CNN guy says, why don't they shut them up? Why do they even allow them in the in the room? <laughs> CNN, the, the, the home of, of fake news, the, you know, the, 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 the joke of a news network wants to know why. Uh, and by the way, and we didn't talk much about the scandal when Mark Meadows has Mark Meadows has uh, texts from Fox News hosts, yes. including Laura Ingram, right. Brian Kilmeade, and uh, Sean Hannity. Yeah, you know why it's not that big a deal because it's it it uh, th there's nothing wrong with it. First of all, they text they texted him and said, you know, tell the president to <clears throat> to tell these people to stand down. We got to stop this rioting. We got to stop this this craziness at the, at the Capitol, they were trying to stop the insurrection. So it kind of debunks the whole insurrection theory. When you look at the text that Liz Cheney read, secondly, it is a creepy, uh, invasion of their privacy. It's a private text 
and this 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 woman this insane uh the uh, uh, lame duck congressperson uh, liz cheney is reading them uh, so that the whole world will hear private texts now they're it's weird to listen to someone's private text but they're not no, they don't made incriminate them look anyone yeah it made them look better although i did see some people push back to you uh against you on on twitter about that saying well but this also but then you know a, a few weeks later they're going on air saying this was antifa or some sort of government um you know black ops uh, thing to make this happen. What, what would you say about that? Do you think they're being um, hypocritical? There was, well, I talked about this in January. There yeah. was one Antifa guy, his name's John Sullivan. Yeah. He was right there. I believe the video you see of Officer Bird, that, that, that out of control cop shooting uh, Ashley Babbitt in the throat, killing her in cold blood, unarmed protester, killing her. That video belonged to John Sullivan, who is an Antifa guy and an agitator. Yeah. He was right there in the front. So I don't know how many Antifa guys, but there was at least one and he was, he had an impact. So that's not a lie. It's, you know, maybe we, maybe she thought, cause Laura talked about their Antifa people. I don't know how many were there, but there were certainly agitators. Some were Antifa and some were feds who were encouraging, you know, the trespassing and the, and the violence because, you know, they wanted to see these people rounded up and, and put in prison and it and it worked i yeah. mean if it were if the whole thing was a setup it worked it worked for better than they ever could have imagined but uh they were talking about this on cnn like brian stutler and i don't know somebody uh, se cop right yeah they're talking about how this is inappropriate don lemon was texting jesse smollett to tell him the cops didn't believe him as a result of don lemon's text Jesse refused to turn over his phone and his electronics. So Don Lemon essentially helped obstruct the investigation into Jesse's hoax. That guy was ripping uh, Fox News hosts for texting Mark Meadows saying, stop this madness. Which is worse? <laughs> this blows the whole theory of a planned, coordinated uh, insurrection it blows it out of the water. I mean, you think a, if, Don Junior is texting true, Meadows saying, right. "We have to stop this." Right. So how how could it possibly be, you know, planned by you know the the Trump team? But whatever, that's a ridiculous. Uh, I don't know how I got there from OJ being free, uh, a free man, um, because his parole is up and he's behaved himself. But uh, good luck to OJ. OJ and Bill Cosby too, by the way. Like, how is it? How That's this true. is such Bill a crazy Cosby. world where both of those people are out of prison. You know, maybe the the, the biggest serial rapist on the planet and an absolute murder, terrible murder. Both I would free. say you're right. Cosby's the most prolific rapist in American history. Although Jeffrey Epstein might give him a run for his money. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. But Cosby is worse because he drugged every. I mean, he drugged them and then raped them and then used them and threw. I mean, he just disgusting. And uh, he belongs, he should have died in prison. It's, it is a shame that he's still free, but uh, come on, I'm having a good day. Don't bring that up. I'm having a good day. Uh, Leah Thomas, Leah Thomas uh, qualified for the Nash, uh, the NCAs. She's, she's kicking ass, breaking records. What is this latest record she broke? Let me find it. Um, people are, are opening their eyes to it uh, and, and watching it. Um, Matt Walsh tweeted out the, uh, the video of um leo uh leah thomas's win in the 1600 meter um 
which he won by 38 seconds. <laughs> and it's comical. It's, uh, I was going to say a man against boys, but it's a man against girls. And she totally dominates. She broke two U.S. women's swimming records, and she qualified for March's NCAA National Championship. So this is December. She's going to be around till March, and she might win the NCAA Championship. I'm sure she'd be favored if she's still, you know, still focused and putting in a good effort. She's going to win the NCAA title. You still, you still okay with this? Yeah, Carla? I'm saying like a weedy box <laughs> and get her to the Olympics. Might as well. That's true. I, I know the Olympics have different rules, but uh, um, she's qualified for the NCAs, and that's and and that's worse because she's beating you know American girls. You know, if you want to go beat you know Russian girls, Chinese girls, I don't have as big a problem with that. It's embarrassing for the country, but this is telling. In this video, there's not a lot of cheering for the first place finisher. Yeah. Yeah. The second place finisher who comes in. 38 seconds later, gets a big ovation. So all the people there, they know what's going on. They know it's a joke. Uh, but this story, I got a story from uh, the Washington Times. It says, it talks about the uh, the grumbling among all the uh, all the other swimmers. And uh, the I mean, the anonymous teammates, you know, they've, at least two anonymous teammates have come out and said they don't like this. They said the coach only tolerates it because he's winning, which I don't believe. I mean, he, he probably likes to win, but he also doesn't want to be the bad guy. He oh, says, no. Yeah, he's protected by the school if he does this. Right, and the media. I mean, media. if he comes out and says, ridiculous, I don't want to coach a, a man who's beaten all the girls that I've coached up and taken away their, their, their blue ribbons and their NCAA titles and their records. I mean, he's destroying the sport, and... I retweeted a column from John Nolte. Uh, he's a, a Breitbart guy, and he's pretty good. And how this will open the door to ruining lots of sports. I mean, think of the sports they can win and 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 break records and demoralize the girls. Track, obviously, you know, basketball. This it's not a big sport, but women's MMA. We've seen men go into that and beat the crap out of girls. Boxing, wrestling, things like that. Uh, soccer. Hockey, and if the men. Hockey. But I, I think the individual sport where the men can totally dominate, like swimming or track, take the title, take the record, that must be so demoralizing to the girls that at some point there will be this walkout. The, the girls will say, we're not doing this. We're not you know, going to be used to advance this, this radical agenda and satisfy the, the desires and whims of one person, one individual, and they'll walk out. I mean, it's going to happen, it's and it's hard. going to be a huge deal. It's hard because and, for athletics, you only have such a small window to compete. I know. You know? I know. And, and think of, I've, I covered swimming. I covered swimming during the Olympics in Atlanta, and I did it you know, for months before that. These are most insanely dedicated. I mean, they, the Olympic athletes who swim you know, for long distance, they spend all day in the pool, all day, swimming back and forth. And that's why they, a lot of them lose their minds. You know, they go crazy. You read them about some of them getting, you know, like, like, uh, you know, Mark Spitz was one. He was a little nuts. He's, uh, but over the years you've seen it. And, um, Michael Phelps talked about it, depression. And there's a reason they spend eight, 10, 12 hours a day alone with their thoughts. Right. They're sense sensory deprived. You can't hear, you can't see except the bottom of the pool. 
you don't talk to anybody, you don't communicate, you know, you're just underwater all day, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So eventually they, it affects them. And they, this, they will say, the only reason I do this is because I want to win. I want to get a scholarship. I want to get a gold medal. If I can't do that because this guy who was on the men's team for three years, who grew his hair out and decided he was a female, is taking all that away from me, eventually people will rise up, walk out, and then everyone will support the girls. The small, powerful minority will support the man. And then what? The sport is destroyed, essentially. The sport is gutted. That's that's a fact. But. The problem, and too, uh, you know, I worry about uh, backlash to the trans community. I mean, a number of of trans athletes probably don't want this type of thing, and maybe trans athletes who are still competing um, with the the sex of their birth, right? Uh, so, right. so I wonder that. So you're right. I think a walkout does happen, and the the it'll swing the pendulum will swing the other way, and I, then I worry about trans backlash. Well, this guy, this when he was a guy, Will Thomas was average he was a decent swimmer but he was on a you know college team yeah you know he was flying the meets and getting all the benefits of being a college athlete the only thing different now is that he gets to win you know he gets to hold a record because he's now competing with women so is that really satisfying i mean if you're will uh if you're leah thomas or if you're the track guys in uh, in Connecticut, who I believe maybe broke uh, held fourteen state records now for girls. Do you look at that? Do you look in the mirror and say, "Man, I'm I'm the best," <laughs> or do you just say, uh, "You know, I have an unfair advantage, and I'm kicking their ass, and I'm okay with that." I mean, it just seems so wrong at every level, and I think people know it's wrong, and that's why they cheer for the second place finisher and not for the winner, but. It's uh, it feels like it's going to come to a head at some point where people are watching and I think so. and like they watch this video and say that's just not it's not fair it's just not fair and again we couldn't have this conversation if we were on the radio Carano or on TV because that's just not allowed that's how powerful this small pet special interest is you cannot they can do this they can dominate women swimming. And you have to go along with it, whether you're a coach, a teammate, or a media member, or they will come at you and crush you. That's the way it works now. But uh, let me do Shay, and then we'll wrap this sucker up. And um, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to give you some good news about uh, the uh, the uh, COVID insanity, the uh, Omicron insanity we're living through right now. But first, let's talk about Shay. I would have been telling you about Shea Concrete for a long, long time. Today, we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shea Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, all kinds. Do you need any podcasters? You <laughs> know, we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? 
bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And we'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. All right. I went, you know what I did last night? What did you do? You know, I did my annual uh, uh, Boston Bruins game. Friend of mine, season tickets, occasionally uh, brings me with him, and he's got great seats, and it was fun. The Bruins got smoked by Las Vegas. Did you know Las Vegas had a team? I do, yeah. Yeah, I did. Cool. And it was, it was fun, but I'm telling you, it... The, my favorite part of the evening was, and I hate to give this away. I hate to rat people out because, you know, I'm so happy with these guys. The, when you walk in, you're supposed to show your COVID uh, whatever passport and people are just holding their phones up and these guys are going, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. They don't, I mean, they don't even want to bother because they know it's all nonsense and they tell you to put a mask on. But as soon as we walk in, we took them off and I'm looking around and goes, guy going to come up the aisles and say, put your mask on. Not once. No. I looked around at one point and everyone around me, except maybe like one person, no mask. And, you know, you know, lots of people are drinking beer, or eating popcorn, but most people just took them off and nobody cared. Nobody, nobody was bugging anybody. You know, the players don't wear masks, but all the guys, the Zamboni guys do and the guys shoveling the ice do and the mascot does, the, the, the bear. He's got a mask on. Yeah. Oh, jeez. But there is, and we're going to get to vaccine you know, resistance at some point soon where people rise up against that. But I really feel like it's a small minority of people who give a damn about masks now. And that's a good thing. I was worried. I, I initially thought, I don't want to go and, and have someone telling me, put your mask on. Or blah, blah, blah. It's not happening. It's not happening. People are done with it. They're dropping it. They know it's nonsense. They know it's all theater and they're just not doing it right now which is a good sign i have a friend who's going to an office party though and what they're required to do is wear the mask except for when they're eating then they can take the mask off <laughs> like, well, what is yeah, this <laughs> what is this theater it's and it's ruining i mean it, not ruining but it's affecting uh businesses that's why they're dropping the mandates they're dropping the vaccine um, the latest the la school district <clears throat> delayed their vaccine mandate this was this is los angeles they announced they're delaying it till fall of 2022. That's almost a year. So and things will change by then. But I don't know. I worry because now I'm seeing reports out of universities all over the place where you have kids who are triple vaxxed, right? So 18-year-old kids who've gotten both doses of the vaccine and then gone back for a booster before heading back to school, and they're still requiring them to wear masks outdoors. So that, that's uh, going to affect them psychologically. We're going to have all these college kids coming out, all these kids coming out of school now who think that this is a normal thing. They've been programmed. Yeah, I think, think people, as I've said before, people are catching on. They're saying, at the beginning, they're saying, yeah, it matters. But now they're going, this but doesn't kids. matter. This ridiculous. I, I, by the way, I got an invention. Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to know if you'll invest. Here's my invention. Sure. Tell me what you think of this. It, it has to be possible. A mask that looks like a real mask, but the material is so sheer that it doesn't affect your breathing at all. Yes. So you can breathe. <clears throat> There's got to be something like that. Like, it exists. And it looks real because yes. it's like, say it's a dark color. You can't tell that the, the holes are so big that you can breathe. Yes. It doesn't stop a virus, but neither do the, the mask people wear. No. So you wear it, you can breathe fine, and you can go to the gym and work out and not gag on your own fumes. Uh, but 
uh, I'm, I'm, anyone wants to, you know, contact me, I'm willing to, you know, sign over my rights to the patent. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have a mask that doesn't obstruct your breathing. It doesn't stop any viruses, but neither do the ones you're wearing now. So anyway, I feel like the tide is turning yet again. People laughing at, uh, at uh, Dr. Fauci, mocking him, and they're throwing the masks away. And I think. When they say you have to have a vaccine passport to get into whatever, a game or a concert, they don't mean it. They just said, hold your phone up and pretend and then go ahead. And that's that's what's happening. And that, again, is a good thing. All right. Anything else, Carano? No, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, hit all the stories that I was thinking of. Uh, we had to do. Uh, oh, the only other thing was the London Breed thing, which is funny. Oh, that that is funny. That is funny. London Breed, if you missed it, the uh, mayor of. LA, I mean, Mayor San, of LA. Francisco, San Francisco, yeah. she just kind of snapped and just said uh, about all the crime and the filth and the destruction of her city. And she just snapped and just said, it's a, what did she say? This she is all bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got it here. Hold on here. Here it is. And it's time that the reign of criminals who are destroying our city, it is time for it to come to an end. And it comes to an end when we take the steps to be more aggressive with law enforcement, more aggressive with the changes in our policies, and less tolerant of all the bullshit that has destroyed our city. Well, I wonder if maybe she had a hand in all the bullshit that's destroying our city. <laughs> that's, I mean, they can't, uh, they can't, it's, it's, uh, they can't really enforce that, you know, they, uh, that's uh, one of the big that. problems. They, it, these mayors are all nuts. They're all nuts. They're all radicals. They're crazy. They're all hypocrites. London Breed's been caught out maskless a couple Tony, of times. Tony, Tony. Dancing. I mean, think of the lunatics. We got de Blasio, that, that lunatic. We got Lori Lightfoot, that space alien. These aren't competent people. The people, and they're elected fair and square, but uh, we got to do a better job of electing... Uh, Big city mayors and blue state governors and blue state mayors and, and Congress people. These are lunatics. These are not smart, not competent people. Good to hear her finally realize that her city is, is falling apart. But uh, all right, that will do it for today. I appreciate it, uh, Carano. Good job. Thank you to everyone for watching, for listening, for commenting. We will try to get uh, Mike Milbury back tomorrow. Or another day soon. I want to talk to Billberry, but uh, we'll leave it there for now. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.